Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 347. This is Daniel Miesler. A group called Against the West posted a message to a hacker forum claiming they have a 790 gigabyte database full of TikTok and WeChat data, including user data, auth tokens, etc. Despite the name, the group evidently targets groups that are against the West. So against the West is not them, it's who they're targeting. Crazy naming structure. And TikTok has denied direct scraping, saying that they have scraping defenses that would stop that from happening. But the data could have many sources, and other people have confirmed that it's at least partially valid. So I imagine we'll hear a lot more about this this week. And my guess is that it is real, even though it might not be you. Fully pure might be a mix of a bunch of stuff that was gathered from third parties. Cloudflare finally dropped Kiwi Farms, which has functionally become a real-world harassment platform, largely aimed at the LGBTQ plus community. They stated the reason was, quote, specific targeted threats have escalated over the last 48 hours to the point that we believe there's an unprecedented emergency and immediate threat to human life unlike we have previously seen from Kiwi Farms or any other customer before. That seems unlikely. More comments on this in the ideas section. Google is starting a new bug bounty problem called the Open Source Vulnerability Rewards Program, and it's centered around open source vulnerabilities, as one might expect. The program pays out between 100 and 31,337, special number to all us hacker types, for bugs in Google's OSS project repositories hosted on GitHub, especially their most important projects, as well as related dependencies as well. And this is part of $10 billion that they've pledged to spend on security. And I think this is awesome. Although, you know what I would really love to see is someone like Google and Microsoft and Apple, everyone to get together, put like a billion dollars in the pot, and then make a list of like the most widely used open source projects and have a bounty on those, not just their own products. The U.S. is planning more limitations on Chinese technology advancement via executive orders. The Biden administration will limit how Chinese services collect U.S. data and what kinds of technologies can be sold in China. This comes after last month's CHIPS Act, which incentivizes U.S. companies to build chip plants back home. Brian Krebs has recanted his coverage of Ubiquity being breached. Evidently, what happened was a former employee stole tons of data, multiple gigabytes of data, and pretended to be an anonymous hacker, and then he sent Ubiquity a $2 million ransom demand. 
and also interacted with Krebs as one does, which added even more pressure to Ubiquity. And now uh, the whole plot has come out. The guy has been arrested, and Krebs had to come out and say, sorry, that didn't actually happen. It was not a hack. It was not a vulnerability. It was an insider doing an extortion campaign. Montenegro got hit with Cuba ransomware and a $10 million demand as part of a wide-scale cyber attack on the country's infrastructure. The attackers are likely Russian, and the FBI is helping because Montenegro used to be a Russian ally and is now part of NATO. NSA, CISA, and ODNI have released a new software supply chain guidance guide for developers, including how to develop secure code, how to verify third-party components, how to harden build environments, and how to do secure delivery. Vulnerabilities. CISA has released 12 industrial control systems advisories for Hitachi Honeywell, Fuji, Omron, PTC, Sensormatic, and Mitsubishi. Incidents. A database of 800 million Chinese faces and license plates have been leaked online after being extracted from insecure cloud storage. This is right after June's recent release of a billion Chinese police records. Are your company's passwords at risk? In the modern work environment, employees access countless apps, services, and websites. How many of those credentials are stored on sticky notes or shared on spreadsheets? How many people just use password123 on every system? Keeper Security's enterprise password management platform enforces strong passwords and makes it easy for teams to securely share credentials. Keeper locks down login details, infrastructure credentials, confidential documents, and more in a patented zero-knowledge vault. Plus, it takes less than an hour to deploy. And you can try Keeper Security for free by going to keepersecurity.com slash ul. Technology news. Twitter now has an edit button, but it is quite limited. First, you only have 30 minutes to make edits. Second, people will be able to see that it was modified. And third, the history will be visible. People are both arguing that it's not powerful enough and that it's too powerful, which makes it sound like it's a good first attempt. Snap stock is down 80% for the year, and it's reducing its workforce by 20% and cutting a whole bunch of projects as part of a restructuring. It was hard enough fighting Instagram and Facebook, and now it's got to fight TikTok as well. So it doesn't look fun. It's getting hard to follow all the AI art stuff, and people are understandably getting a bit burnt out on it. So first we had Dolly, then we had Midjourney. Now we have Stable Diffusion. And, you know, it's a lot. So a lot of different systems here. To me, the biggest developments in the last week have been one Dolly's outpainting tool that allows you to fill in the stuff around an image. So it's like, you know, Mona Lisa is a face, mostly a face and shoulders or whatever. And you can now give it the Mona Lisa and it will fill in everything around what it thinks might be around her. And when I say fill in, I mean completely make up, but in a very convincing way. And then the second thing uh, that I thought was really interesting this week 
is the stable diffusion demo showing off integration with Photoshop, where you basically go into Photoshop, you clear parts of the image out and say what you would like to see inside of that space. And it is truly scary in the most exciting type of way. Someone entered a piece of AI generated art into a state fair competition and won first prize. People aren't happy, but I think the problem is one of definitions and rules. Competitions will soon have to be explicit about help from others and help from AI. The new version of the USB protocol now allows up to 80 gigabytes per second in transfer speed, which is twice that of Thunderbolt 4, and you can get up to 40 gigabytes per second using the USB cables you already have. And for the 80 gigabytes, uh, you're going to have to have upgraded cables. Human news. The JWST has confirmed carbon dioxide on an exoplanet called WASP-39b. The planet is around 700 light years away and something of a hot Jupiter, being larger than Jupiter but closer to its star than Mercury. The new telescope also captured the first direct image of a planet outside the solar system. The planet is called HIP-65426b, and it has between 6 and 12 times the mass of Jupiter, and it sits around 100 times further from its sun than we are from ours, which is how we're able to see it. So it's super far away, 100 times further away than we are from the sun, which is like 92 million miles. So very far away, and it's very large. And so that makes us able to see it. It's pretty cool. New research shows that around half of cancer deaths across 200 countries are preventable, with the primary causes being smoking, alcohol, and obesity. That is a stunning statistic and reminds me of the fact that over half of American gun deaths are suicides. U.S. life expectancy dropped again, with COVID being the primary cause. Somewhat related, I was alarmed to see that the average life expectancy for Asian Americans was 83 years old, and it's only 70 years for Black Americans. Stunning 13-year difference. Content ideas and analysis, Kiwi Farms, and censorship. So I get Cloudflare not wanting to censor their customers. Really, I, I do. It makes a lot of sense to me. But it's not caving to censorship to refuse to keep horrible sites on as customers. When I say horrible, I think we should have a definition for that. The logic is super clear here. One, there are some things that should cause you to fire a customer. Two, that bar should be very high. Three, it should be obvious if that bar is met. And four, the action should be swift. And I think Cloudflare pretty much failed at all of these. They're being praised as heroes on the right for not giving into the libs and censoring anything not woke enough. And a line does need to be drawn there. But letting a platform basically dox and harass people to the point of suicide, not as a random occurrence, but as a matter of like what they normally do, should damn sure trip that alarm. There's quite a lot of sunlight between not woke enough and trying to create suicide events in marginalized people. Cloudflare and companies like it need to articulate their principles very clearly into a written policy 
and then enforce that policy. Notes, this month's uh, book in our UL Book Club is Stephen Pressfield's new title, Put Your Ass Where Your Heart Wants to Be. I originally nominated The War of Art, which is also by him, so we decided to read both. But I'm already done with both and have started reading all his other nonfiction books. So I'll have read like four or five books by him by the time we get to book club. But I love the way this guy writes. It's extremely approachable. He uses lots of chapters that could be as short as like one or three paragraphs or something. Some are longer. And it's the style that I prefer. It's the style that I wrote uh, my first book, uh, The Real Internet of Things In. So yeah, really excited to read the rest of these and uh, talk about them in book club. Discovery. Port scanning Naboo. Naboo is my favorite port scanner for inline checking for web servers, meaning you can chain it together with other pipe-enabled tools to form amazing one-liners. Recon Gorilla builds wordless based on multiple criteria, including patterns, formats, web page content, or existing list extension. WP Hash, an index of WordPress plugin hashes. Lazy Trivi, a wrapper for Trivi that allows you to run Trivi without remembering the command arguments, which can be daunting. Kubernetes OWASP Top 10. The OWASP Kubernetes Top 10 is aimed at helping security practitioners, system administrators, and software developers prioritize risks around the Kubernetes ecosystem. Purple Teaming Going Atomic. Got this talk here by Alfie Champion. Awesome name. The Strengths and Weaknesses of Technique-centric purple teaming. MIM Labs, an educational introductory set of CTF-style challenges in the field of memory forensics. Eight problems with your meeting video setup and how to fix them. War and industrial policy. The SOC 2 starting 7. The IKEA effect. Data structure sketches. Questions to ask employers during developer interviews. If you want this job, we must interview you forever. And someone took a Mavic 3 drone to the peak of Everest and flew it around. It's like 8K video and quite nice. Recommendation for the week. If you're a reader, try to incorporate more classics into your rotation. It's nearly impossible to be disappointed by classics. You're either blown away by how good they are, where you retroactively see how they affected so much of what you see everywhere in culture. And I've got the list here of the current ones that I'm working through. And the aphorism for the week. The counterfeit innovator is wildly self-confident. The real one is scared to death. The counterfeit innovator is wildly self-confident. The real one is scared to death. Stephen Pressfield. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie, with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com newsletter. We'll see you next time.